You're listening to the Spandex Power Armor Podcast. The bulk to your skull. Hello and welcome to the Spandex Power Armor Podcast. This week we're uh, returning back to our uh, Sentai Ranger comparison thing and we should be wrapping this up. Look forward to our next episode in about you know seven or eight more years when we've uh, got enough stuff to, uh, to compare. Yes, it is the last episode of the series for now. In a few years' time, if this podcast somehow survives and isn't lost in the infernos of the apocalypse, that would be amazing for us to continue this. We're just going to be uh, in like some kind of fallout shelter, just, you know, super mutant are uh, battering the outside and we're just broadcasting to one lone fan in the uh, the outcasts of uh, you know, the greater wastelands of London or something like that. And so before you stock upon supplies for the nuclear apocalypse, we advise you to shop at www.tokutoystore.com. They're currently taking pre-orders from a lot of the new shows, quite a few legacy ones, and it's generally quite a good selection they've got going on. You can survive on stockpiles of um, expensive plastic, right? Yeah, definitely. You can actually trade them for ammunition in the apocalypse, we're sure. <laughs> the mutants have told us that. You mean you don't talk to the mutants? What are you? Well, no, we just sit in silence and watch toku together. We both understand <laughs> Japanese, that's our lingua franca. But we only know toku Japanese. Yeah, we uh, we communicate with uh, hot-blooded ramblings about justice and some such. And so anyway, about hot-blooded ramblings, we're going to continue comparing Sentai and Power Rangers. And so we begin with Gogo Sentai Bokenja. What is it, you ask? It's treasure hunter themed. And you're thinking, wait, a treasure hunting sentai? Surely a sentai is there for the defensive. But no, this squad of rangers are looking for treasures around the world known as the precious. Yes, hobbitses, precious. Joining me in this podcast today is Carmen Gollum. Smeagol sentai, Gollum ranger. I would, I would kill to see that. <laughs> <laughs> and so the team are against not just one villain faction, but interestingly enough, it's several working at once. Mm. And I love that idea. It's so unique compared to everything else. I um, do like it when they uh, when uh, like there's a separate villain that comes in and kind of throws a spanner in the works. Like, um, oh, what's his name from uh, Georgia? It's not been that long. How can I forget? Um, because you've realised Ranger is better. Bungle. Oh, yes. Yeah, it comes in and just kind of throws in a little, uh, little th- extra factor to the mix. It's kind of fun. But this time we've got like several uh, villain factions. Uh, it's I think it's, it's something I think they do they should do more often. It's a lovely free for all to be hmm. honest. Although one thing that does freak me out with these designs, as in what's the Red's vehicle again? It's a dump truck, right? It's a dump truck, and this is adventure themed. <laughs> you know what all the great adventurers did? They used dump trucks. Well, do you not remember uh, Indiana Jones and the landfill site? <laughs> Isn't that what the fifth movie's going to be? <laughs> Just rooting through trash. Oh, look, Shia LaBeouf's career. <laughs> no, it's rooting through the um, the waste site at uh, the uh, Lucas uh, Lucasfilm uh, ranch, or whatever they call it, trying to find uh, George Lucas's rejected scripts. That's basically what um, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was. Actually, they're going to try and find the original versions of Star Wars. Well, this is like the Jawa Sandcrawlers. He's just got a massive dump truck. <laughs> Actually, in the previews and in the show, he's getting air with it as well. Like, wouldn't, that is kind of cool, then. Getting air with a giant dump truck. Pretty gnarly, if you ask me, my dudes. Interestingly enough, a lot of the designs for the villains were based on mecha and stuff from previous Sentai since Anniversary series. Oh, yeah. 30th, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. yeah. Was it at this point they introduced Akka Red in the movies? Yes, it was. And um, in each um, anniversary thing he uh, appears in, his little uh, little insignia on his chest changes to the... Uh, to the anniversary one they're using. So in this one, it was the uh, the 30th anniversary one that uh, popped up at the beginning of the episode. For um, Gokaiji, it was the uh, 35th. And for the uh, 
I think he I think he appeared in a duocha like a director DVD um, thing because um because that was the anniversary and I think he only appeared in that I was disappointed he didn't appear in one of the movies actually that's kind of sucked. So that's a nice new thing for Bo Kenji to add. They mm. finally added a big main hero for all the anniversary things. Well, on the subject, kind of on the subject of uh, Mecha, it's kind of interesting that uh, yeah, when it takes its little, the Mecha takes a little hat off, kind oh, of yes. uh, Ranger style. The head kind of reminds me of uh, Mazinger Z's uh, head shape. Oh yeah, got a little boxy thing that kind of flares out a bit. I don't know, it's kind of an interesting thing. It's quite a cool design for a mech as well. It looks oddly tactical considering it's made yeah. of something called Go Go Dump. <laughs> that's like something pretty. <laughs> that's like something Inspector Gadget would say. Go oh. Go Gadget Dump. Aside from those nice little new things they added, it's actually a fairly standard Sentai, and so hmm. they're just still fighting multiple villains at once. But all in all, a fairly fun one. Well, it's better than one villain faction. Several villain yeah. factions. Just absolute cluster luck. It's great. You guys may think us Western devils for not having much else to say about it, but to us, it's just Sentai. They're just gathering shiny, pretty things. They actually do look pretty cool. you got this weird brain-looking thing that looks a bit Lord Zed. Look, I yeah. like that idea. But uh, all in all, it's not as flashy to us. You can send your hate mail the usual way. And so speaking of Western devils, we then move on to Power Rangers. Power Rangers Operation Overdrive. It's awful. Well, fair enough. End of show. Good night. Yeah, there we go. That's it. It's what you expect from Common Ranger. It's actually quite similar to Bokenja to an extent. Yeah, uh, you've got heroes. They uh, they search for things. They also do hero stuff as well. It's also got the whole uh, multiple villain factions. I think it's only no, it's yes, yeah, two or three this time. It's uh, these villains are trying to find a, a crown called the Corona Aurora, and that's pretty much it. The uh, okay. Rangers are trying to find it as well, and also stop the villains. Though I do see how that fits into the Bokenja thing. You've got the treasure hunting, and I find it's improved by the fact they've got some half-cyberdemon-looking dude. Oh, yeah, he was only in for, like, a couple of episodes. Oh, man. You'd think that Lord Zed and Rita's son would be an interesting thing. It really, really isn't. Funnily enough, the whole series itself was pitched as being kind of a um, Power Rangers Indiana Jones. Unfortunately, it wasn't quite that good. Maybe Kingdom of the Crystal Skull tier. Are we talking including the Shia LaBeouf level acting, or...? No, no, I think these people are worse than uh, Shia LaBeouf level acting. It's, uh, it, w- it wouldn't be so bad if these characters weren't all universally detestable. These aren't engaging characters, unfortunately. It was a dark time in Power Rangers, wasn't it? Funny enough, the, uh, the Black Ranger actually... Uh, he plays a thief uh, in the show, like a cat burglar. <laughs> Turns out he actually also stole something from a convention, because some kind of pay dispute thing. Like he stole a banner or something that had been signed and was going to be given to kids, and he's like, no, it's, it's mine now. Well, it's a little better than killing your roommate, I guess. I guess. Funnily enough, I'd rather have um, uh, Ricardo on here than the uh, guy from Operation Overdrive. I don't know. I want to ask him if he called the banner precious. <laughs> my precious. He just kind of sits there in the dark, caressing it. <laughs> yes, my precious. Yeah, I like to think that he stole yeah, Power Rangers' banner from a con, and now he's just <laughs> cursed by it. It's taken over. It has great power over him. If he wraps it over himself, he turns invisible. <laughs> well, I mean, it is filmed in New Zealand, so uh, hobbits aren't out of the question. Oh, definitely. So, what else do we have to add for Operation Overdrive? Because it seems pretty standard adaptation fare. Yeah, it was. Um, I think it was an anniversary as well. I mean, the anniversaries with Power Rangers don't quite sync up with the uh, Super Sentai stuff. But they did have an episode, or episode, a couple of episodes, I think it was on with Thraxin as well, where you had a bunch of uh, previous Rangers coming in as well. You had the uh, Mighty Morphin Black Ranger leading them, which I thought was really cool. Wait, no Jason David Frank? 
Sadly, no, Jason David Frank did not deign to give this episode his uh, blessing, unfortunately, and we were all worse off for it. <laughs> uh, so it's like, it's, wait, it wasn't Saban's Power Rangers because it had been bought out, but even Jason David Frank disapproves. It was it was Disney's Power Rangers at that point, not Saban's, Disney's Power Rangers, Jason David Frank's. Beat Kanye. And Knuckles, featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series. What have we done? And anyway, so we've done talking about each individual series. Not much to add, really. They started a few things, broke new ground. Woo, more villains. Woo, cool treasure hunting props. So let's get on to the intros. Bokenja, pretty standard Sentai yeah. fare, to be honest. I liked it. It was good. Yeah, it was catchy. It's like Aberranger level special effects. Except for that weird CGI thing. I've not seen Bokenja. I'm not sure if it makes uh, sense in context, but it's weird kind of uh, CGI cone it's like Japanese Clippy. I hate it more now. I think it's pretty cool. They try and emphasize a lot of the action. Not Power Rangers level action, but they've got go-go dump getting <laughs> air on a big ramp. Gnarly! I don't think people are trying to associate 90s radical culture with the word dump. Tubular dump, man! I think I'm... that's what you say when you've got a stoma bag or something. Be, I'll be right back. I'm taking a tubular dump. It's pretty middle of the road as far as um, Sentai themes go. Yeah, It's nothing... Um... The other thing that makes me go, hell yeah, when I listen to it, but nothing that makes me go, why, either. So, yeah, it's, uh, I'd listen to it. It's fine. There's a level of consistency in Sentai themes and openings. Yeah, they made a science out of getting a good theme. Yeah, they, they just have this formula. They just kind of type in the theme for it. Yeah, the, uh... Beep, the, boop. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, look, we've got, uh... Oh, we just need to get uh, Psychic Club to sing this. We're good. I sure wish the Power Rangers had a decent standard for that, because, oh boy, they decide to continue with the rap thing in Operation Overdrive. I hate it. I hate it so much it hurts. I find it's actually a bit better than the Mystic Force one. Really? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What do they feel like to have such bad taste? Same, really. Yeah. No, the intro itself was okay, but they could have done the same thing with a nice metal theme. They could have just done something different and had it be good. Well, true. You know what really annoys me about this, though? Because they really emphasise the whole five, yeah, five rangers doing this, five rangers, five this, five that. There are six rangers by the end of it. There are six. Did nobody think when they wrote this? Hang on a tick. Power Rangers always has six rangers at least by the end. Should we not do this? Yeah, should we not add that in? You... Yeah, to update it at the end. They spent all the money. They're like, oh, we can't change this. Gotta have brand consistency. And so we now abandon the adventure, leave the treasure in its little pit, as we move on to Juken Sentai Gekyo Ranger. For those wanting a quick summary, it's Dai Ranger with Kung Fu and Furries. This has God intended it. Yep, it's about a group of heroes who harness the power of beasts and punch things with them, and that's how they achieve uh, some kind of spiritual peace, apparently. If I could achieve spiritual peace that way, I'd be a bloody Buddha by now. Essentially, it follows the typical Sentai trope of a bunch of people with training do all these cool things... The red is special because he was raised by tigers and also the usual rookie things, so... Red's always special. Did you not know this? It does make sense considering how mentally deficient a few of them are if they were just raised by feral tigers. They weren't so much raised as they were just kept around for entertainment purposes by wild animals. Dance for his monkey dance. The villains themselves, usual, fair, 
Lady One's got a sort of funky love thing going on. Yeah, it's a big kind of uh, motivating factor for her. It's, uh, I actually kind of like the fact that they uh, become extra heroes by the end, because they can get their ranger keys as well, and they uh, help Ooh, out really? in the Legendary War. Yeah, yeah. If, uh, if you watch the um, the Ghost Age uh, Go Kart crossover thing, it expands on the. It has a lot more footage for the uh, Legendary War, and um, uh, Big One turns up and gathers all the uh, the extra heroes together. And you got people like Signal Man and uh, Ninja. Uh, what was um yeah the Japanese equivalent of Ninja and um, Rio and Melee are there as well, which is pretty neat. The suits themselves for Geki Ranger weren't the best in terms of design. There was nothing to break up the general colours. Though I did mm. like the cat helmets because they were really cool there. Yeah, the helmets are very good, but the suits, I agree, they really need something to build, uh, break it up, which is why I prefer Geki Chopper because he has a belt there. It's a little detail, but that's what it just works so much better because it just kind of kind of con- compartmentalizes the bits. You know, it's it's just weird. Geki Chopper being the White Ranger. And one thing I do find that's interesting in this, for the designs for each, they are quite different. No Ranger has the same design. So on the red you've got the typical one-piece thing with stripes coming from the sides. On yellow it's more of a tunic. In white it's more of a sort of a a kung fu robe style thing. Like a gi. Yeah. Especially with a belt. And I find they've been trying to emphasise the individuality of each character more in this series, Hmm. rather than simply by going by tropes alone, as they did previously. They were focusing more on each one and trying to break the usual stereotypes, because Hmm. where's the green? You've got yourself a white, you've got yourself a violet. If I recall correctly, uh, each ranger does have his own kind of different style. Like one has tonfer, one has um, uh, nunchucks, one has like a bow stuff. Another thing that really bugs me about these su- uh, suits, though, is the, uh, the, the the boots. They're like high-top um, trainers rather than actual uh, sentai boots. High-top sentai, Nike ranger. So aside from the unique and interesting ranger designs, although not necessarily the best looking, we move on to Power Rangers Jungle Fury. Yes, more kung fu animals. It's fairly similar in that we've got kung fu school, an asshole betrays them, and rangers are formed to fight said asshole and his legion of monsters. But was the red raised by tigers? No, uh, no he wasn't actually. Well that's a shame. Yeah, everyone should be raised by tigers. Fundamentally, the show does not change much from Geki Ranger. It plays it relatively safe, follows a similar vein. The creativity, not so fantastic, but they did include their own new rangers. Unheard of since Lightspeed Rescue. Original the character. Do not steal. Original the characters. Ooh. I mean, they did their own thing. They've got an elephant, a bat, and a shark. Yeah, they had this kind of arc where they uh, went to these ghost kind of spirit um, kung fu masks and said, give us your powers. And they said, all right. And then they had those. And then they they would appear uh, a couple of times with um, their own suits. I thought it was really cool. Uh, I think they actually got the um, the same company who designs the uh, Super Sentai suits to do these as well. It is kind of odd since it breaks from the cat theme. They're trying to say, here's another animal series. Well, they always had um, a bunch of um, animals to draw from. Like they had a penguin thing with a surfboard. Oh, yes. That was weird. Why a surfboard? Because it's cool. Yeah. It's like hip-hop. Kids those days loved it. Oh, that's what you say, Mr. Uh, executive. Yeah, the Q-Ranger adaptation, that's just going to be a trap mix. On the subject of well, changes they've made, uh, they actually introduced um, different morphers to the ones they had in Geki Ranger. And Geki Ranger was these uh, kind of glove thingies they had on their hands. Uh, for some reason, they changed it to sunglasses. Sunglasses, uh, not very good ones either. An interesting point, though, is that um, uh, they, uh, the team's mentor mentions that he got them from a, from a friend, like he uh, called in a favor or something like that. And fans have speculated that uh, he got them from Billy. Oh, yeah. that's a good bit of deep lore that hopefully <laughs> they'd make canon. Deepest lore. Power Rangers, deal with it. They, they never actually confirmed it, but it's 
who else is gonna you know have morphers kicking around or have the knowledge to make them. I like that. That's a really cool idea. Hmm. And so moving on to the intros, I enjoyed the theme for Gekki Ranger. It was interesting. The had a lovely intro with it sort of like the Chinese theme and hmm. uh, it was good stuff. No, you're right. Uh, Gekki Rangers was a good one. It had like, like you said, like that little uh, Chinese influence at the beginning. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's really good. It's really catchy. No, I really like it. It's, one of my, it's definitely one of my favorites out of all of them. The show intro itself, it had lovely demonstration of like the martial arts effect they did. It was all practical as well. You had them oh, yeah. doing really cool flips. Yeah, I think they did a decent job with the wire work there. Kind of reminded me of one of those old Kung Fu mo- uh, movies, which is probably intentional. Annoyingly, I would say standard Sentai fare, because it follows that usual thing. But mm. it was good. It even just seemed so nice. It reminded me a lot, actually, of uh, of an anime opening, more so than the Tokusatsu oh, one. Oh, yeah. He's got those moments like when Melee kind of drops down and does a weird kind of superhero pose landing thing. And especially the bit where Ryo kind of takes his cape off and just kind of poses dramatically. Oh, yeah. And the bits with the sky and the lightning. It's it's an anime. It's like live-action anime, more so than uh, most Toku intros. Actually, I hadn't seen human villains doing that sort of pose up until then. Mm. That's a good thing to point out actually i could be smart too hey but moving on to the jungle fury theme oh boy the hip-hop age is over (laughs) it is so strange though they haven't continued with the usual metal go go power rangers thing they genuinely made something that's pop punk yeah, yeah, it's. I actually really like it. It's. Uh, it really does fit the tone of Jungle Fury more as well. Cause it's. It's fairly light-hearted for uh, for the most part, d- despite the uh, subject matter it kind of deals with. No, it's really fun. I really, really like it. It's very upbeat and. It's like they were trying yeah. to be busted. <laughs> yeah, it really gets me in the mood for. Uh, yeah, for fighting monsters with kung fu and then eating pizza at the end. No, but wait, hang seriously. On oh dear. Is this uh, this uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles? No, that's in space. Oh no. Yeah, now we're in crossover town, baby. Yeah, it's weird. Go on. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles through Power Rangers technically in canon with Masked Rider. Oh, yeah. Isn't that weird? It's very odd. We're going between franchises. Deepest lore. This is why Shinomori hated Masked Rider. But no, seriously, the Jungle Fury theme is so catchy, it's still Mm. in my head, and that's terrifying. It's definitely an earworm. More so than the original, I'd say. The Ranger, which of the two was your favourite? I... Can't decide, actually. I, I love them both equally for different reasons. Um, they're both pretty solid, um, pretty damn catchy, too, in their own right. Uh, no, I like them both equally, I'd say. I'd say I prefer Geki Ranger mainly for the plot elements, I'd say. You're a weeaboo, mate. You know what we do to weeaboos around here? We start podcasts with them. I see what you mean about Geki Ranger. As far as the, the filming of it goes, it's better. In terms of music, though, I think they're both on a par. And so we step away from Kung Fu Animals, and we decide to go to Animal Cars. That's right, it's Engine Sentai Go Onja. In a nutshell, it's Car Ranger if it tried just a bit too hard. It's definitely the poor man's Car Ranger. But in essence, the plot is what you'd assume. There are 11 worlds, and in one of these worlds, giant cars exist and some of these cars fight monsters from another world where they're all pollution themes and they all cross over into the human world but apparently only the cars can't exist properly so they have to have their souls in little uh, sd cards and then pair it with humans so they can carry them around it's yeah exactly what you'd expect from talking robot cars well that's a trip and on top of it all there's an anti-pollution theme because why not japan they try to get their message across in as bizarre a way as possible don't pollute kids, or a giant condor car will run you over and beat you up. The um the team was 
good enough. I liked how they had um, this weird kind of set of uh, three teams almost. You got the uh, the core traffic light trio of uh, red, uh, yellow, and blue. And then when black and green uh, got their range of powers, they would often team up with their own and their own little hijinks, and because they only had, they had their own mech, which was with the uh, their own little things with the uh, the crocodile one. And then when they go on wings, the sixth rangers um, turned up. Uh, for a lot of the time, they um, they'd just hang around, do their own thing, and then nick off when they were, you know, because they didn't like the uh, go on just for a while. That's really shown itself quite commonly in later Sentai as well. Hmm. So it did tread new ground. Yeah, as, yeah. So you can see um, elements of that in Q Ranger with the different. Um, yeah, you know, sets of Q Rangers. Although they did go incredibly over the top with the mech designs. Oh man! See, the first one is okay. You know, we got the, just the three main mechs. Then it gets to uh, like twelve or so, the G twelve um, combination, and it's it's just insane. Okay, so let's see what they've got stuck on the G12 combination. They've got a condor, lion, bear, orca, German shepherd, alligator, chicken, tiger, whale, mammoth, tyrannosaurus, triceratops, and various other things. God, this is the worst poker rap ever. <laughs> it is. It's insane. I mean, I almost love it. I, I just feel bad for the uh, the poor actor had to he had to wear it. They've just got bits sticking out everywhere. It's quite an ugly mech in terms of design. Oh, this brings up one of my uh, least favourite things about um, uh, Sentai and Power Rangers mecha thing. You know how when uh, you get your your your, your, um, your main mech, right? And then they introduce some more um, auxiliary mechs and they can have their yeah their first kind of super up thing. And sometimes uh, when they want to make it bigger, you know, taller, what they do is they just stick the normal feet on... Yeah, you know, part of another mech, and it's just—it's like it's got just thicker soles in its boots. It doesn't actually help with the proportions. It's got go-go boots on. Yeah, yeah, it's just that. It's just standing on little blocks. It doesn't actually aid the proportions at all. It really gets my goat. It isn't that good looking, and it is quite common in Juoja as well. Oh man! But since that isn't Power Rangers related, we'll have to talk about that on another note. Oh, just never be will an be. Hour of screaming. The main villains, the Gaiark, they're quite interesting because the names are generally inversions of good things. So you've got Crime Minister, <laughs> Danger Cabinet Director. And I mentioned this once in the villains one. Why don't why don't they go darker? Why don't they have like abortion secretary? Oh boy. Genocide minister. Baby that... eating consultant. No, I think those are all um positions in um Hitler's cabinet, weren't they? Probably. <laughs> now I do like the um the three uh the main um villains in this for most of the show because they um actually kind of had a bit of a heel face turn yeah they um they stopped being completely evil and just kind of did their own thing and um i think they were they were put into a, a prison in maku space from um, space sheriff gavan because of it although one thing i can never understand why did they have that one bit in an episode with the idol singers oh oh uh what's it called g3 G princess or something like yeah. that yeah yeah that was weird then again you've got great big cartoony eyes on a giant car the series does not make sense you know what else is weird Go on. In Gokaija, uh, another um, vehicle like them were, uh, was was brought in, like a big old F1 car. Turns out it's the son of um, the Condor and the Bear. How? How? This is the first time I ever legitimately asked this question. How was Babby formed? How car get pregnant? <laughs> so from uh, weird mecha animal cars to... Uh, well, mecha animal cars, but not sentient ones this time. It's Power Rangers RPM. Get in gear! This is a surprisingly serious show, considering the source material. In fact, they even justified why all of the rangers wear spandex for crying out loud. First time in the series, because it's apparently not spandex. 
And they also mentioned, why do the cars have eyes? Oh, oh they're the, really advanced cameras. They're not eyes, it's just, you know, you've got cameras. I suppose that explains how they see out of their mechs, you know, because they've just got little cameras mounted everywhere. Actually, that being the case, why doesn't the monster just attack the giant eyes? What if they aren't actually the eyes that they see out of, they just paint eyes so the monster goes for them? It's like why Batman has his chest logo in the middle, so people will aim for that, like the armoured part. On a semi-related note, how can mirrors be real if... Mecha eyes aren't real. Jaden Smith has infiltrated the podcast. Everybody get out. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Power Rangers RPM differs greatly. It is much more serious. It's basically, uh, it's basically Terminator meets Mad Max, especially with the um, especially with the car at the beginning of the first episode. It definitely looks like uh, Max's car. It, it's one of the few, well, I think it's one of the only uh, shows where the villains actually win. That is incredibly dark for a Disney series, to oh, be yeah. honest. I mean, basically, most of the world's population is dead. That is just dark. Yeah. So dark. I mean, just like one little city, one little domed um, you know, Gallifrey-style city that's not gone. An important thing to note on this one, though, is that it's set in like an alternate universe to the others, which is why when they cross over with um, Samurai, they have to go through some kind of time-space portal thingy. What I don't get is, though, why not just um, have it set on like a settled Terra Venture? That's what I would have done. You could still have them travel through a portal, because, you know, just like a... A space portal rather than a dimensional one. I like how when building on the sci-fi theme in this, they decided to make it a rogue computer virus. Yes. And a little bit of trivia, in fact the references to it were part of the main villain group in Go Busters, which was a very, very good Sentai that never got an adaptation. It's a shame. Funnily enough, um, the name Vengix was used previously in the uh, Forever Red episode with uh, when one of the big bad Beetleborgs uh, <laughs> tries to resurrect uh, Serpent Terror. Why is it that every Power Rangers villain sounds like a feminine <laughs> hygiene product? I mean, do I fight Vengix or do I give him to my wife to sort out her itch? I'm going to have to stop you there. I need to nip out to the shop. I need to get some diva talk for the missus. Another funny thing is um, Vengix is basically HAL 9000. I mean, he's, for the most part, just this big old... Uh, he actually kind of looks like an evil kind of mecha version of Zordon because he's mostly just a big old tube. But on the front of it, you've got the old HAL 9000 kind of glowing eye thing. That, again, is incredibly dark and stuff hmm. for a kid's show made by Disney. But while it is kind of dark in terms of subject matter, one thing that always bugs me, why did he make his henchmen idiots? When you're named after a brand of cooter cream, you're not supposed to be the one making effective henchmen. Oh, I suppose. Another thing that bothers I mean, I get, you know, adapted from the Sentai and all that. Why would a robot design another robot with like a big old smokestack sticking out of his back? Well, obviously you need to make robot Snoop Dogg. A nice little nod to the original Sentai was a, uh, a vehicle that um, the Rangers had access to, called the Go Onja. Ooh! Uh, it was a- it was actually the um, the same uh, camper van that the uh, Go Onjas kind of rolled around in and somehow all fit into. And as you'd expect from a uh, a vehicle going from a uh, pre-existing name, trying to put a uh, an acronym on it, it's clunky as hell. Its full title is a Project Ground Outdoor Operational Network General Purpose Exploration Rover. Wow, the writers really must have been impressed to think of that. Those are just words you stuck together. They don't mean anything. Just like Theresa May's speeches. <laughs> ah, after 10,000 years of not triggering Article 50, I'm free. It's time to conquer Europe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we some sort of bizarre tokusatsu political <laughs> podcast we've got going on. Muckle, May has escaped. <laughs> Recruit a team of globalists with attitude. The contrast between the two is expanded just by watching the intros. Oh, Since man. in Go Onja, 
it's very light-hearted in a sense. It's just got like them being all heroic and stuff. You see them without the helmets as well, which is quite a rare scent, I think. Yeah, it's usually a uh, Power Rangers uh, staple. It's got a typical fare showing the heroes, villains, catchy theme. It's standard Sentai fare, but hmm. I say that with just about every Sentai thing. Well, like I said um, earlier, they they pretty much have a formula at this point. They just type in, uh, it's going to be, you've got cars, uh, they look like things just just go song computer one thing i did like about it was um that little miniature works out with the uh, the cars driving around i really like that it's much better than the whole cgi thing oh yes the ranger it's very pleasant to see again well yeah because you can actually see things are there it's not shonky cgi whereas with rpm boy howdy are they going all out to try and hide the source material Man alive, it is. <laughs> Let's get some computer images up, show people's faces, have an imitation Linkin Park song in the background. Yeah, it's, it's just weird, kind of, uh, just seeing this from uh, from the previous shows, it's just this whole kind of heavy, it's got barely any lyrics to it as well, it's, I don't know if I just like get it. getting gear, scrub, yeah. getting gear. Just do it. Get in the gear, Shinji, or make Ray do it again. Get out of here. Oh, I like making that joke. Uh, as far as um the series themselves go, comparison-wise, you can... It's pretty much, you know, just watching the show, the opening, you can get the differences. One is very light-hearted, or, yeah, we got car animals, we're going to fight pollution. The other one is, everything's gone, everything's gone, the world sucks. Yeah, getting gear, I guess. Whoa. I don't know which I prefer, actually. I'm, I'm going for uh, RPM. What about you, uh, Rex? I'd also go for RPM, because Goonja is just trying too hard to be Car Ranger. Yeah. And I fancy the originality that RPM has. It has its own mm. little plot. They did a lot with the source material. They somehow made something so light-hearted and flashy. Quite dark. <laughs> RPM does a lot that I wanted um, Power Rangers to do, which is basically just make things a bit more serious. I mean, I'm not talking like grim, dark, edgelord levels, but just a more viable threat than we used, we used to. Something uh, yeah, you can take seriously a bit. They even did some Star Trek-style technobabble to explain anything, so bonus mm. points for that. There are some nice additions to lore. They uh, explained a bit more about how the morphing grid works, that kind of thing. It, it's neat. It's yeah, it's good for uh, people like Amit Barmik and myself who love these uh, deepest lore moments. And so now we move on to Samurai Sentai Shinkenja. As a man who's watched a fair amount, actually, I think we've both watched it, haven't we? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It is a very solid Sentai. It's mm. one of my favourites. It's one I usually like to uh, recommend people start with when uh, they're looking to get into Super Sentai. It's very... It's good, it's very solid. In terms of a bit of background, demons from Japanese hell, essentially all the inspiration for Japanese hell. Even worse than regular hell. Want to try and flood their mystical river with human sorrow to flood the human world and take over and stuff. And countless generations of samurai have been fighting them. You say countless, but there is a count that's 16. Oh yeah, I apologise for butchering the, the English language. <laughs> Um, no, uh, I actually kind of like the whole kind of generational heroes thing, and I like seeing it when it comes up. The Rangers themselves are quite good. <laughs> they Each one follows the usual trope. You got yourself the serious red, who isn't the rookie, actually. He's, he introduces everyone to it. Yeah. Blue, the hard, serious guy. Green, <laughs> the polar opposite. Pink, the motherly one. And yellow, the noob. <laughs> and then there's gold, everyone's favourite, Genny. I loved him. I like Genny. Uh, what was the uh, the little lantern man called again? Oh, Dagayo, who would turn into a funky mech and would be this weird disc launcher thing. If they could um, enchant things with their little, uh, little paintbrush pe um, phones, why didn't they just do that more often? I mean, I do that all the time. Maybe it's abuse of power and stuff. You shouldn't show it to normies, only use it to protect. I suppose. Or they're just embarrassed because they use phones with a great big hinge down the middle. 
how do and they, everyone would laugh at them. How do they do anything with the shadow phones? They just hope it works because, oh crap, I folded it the wrong way. <laughs> you know how expensive these are? In brief, it's a very enjoyable series. It doesn't stray far from any Sentai tropes, and it just stays in a fairly comfortable position, but with solid characters. Yeah, very solid, very safe. Definitely a uh, definitely something good for a uh, first-time viewer. And now for something completely the same. It's Power Rangers Samurai. It's the same damn show, but with white people in it. Essentially, yes. I think with the production of the show, didn't they ask for a lot of money just to film scenes in Japan, but they used so much of the Shinkenja footage anyway? I, I wouldn't know. I would believe it, though. It's Man, this show had a lot of wasted potential for me. And I'm not one to go on about kind of um, you know, racial casting in this, but it really annoys me that the, the uh, Red Ranger isn't Japanese in this, you know? I mean, at least have one in there who's Japanese, like, it kind of justifies them being samurai, you know? This is what happens when Saban buys Power Rangers back. Honestly, this should have been like a triumphant return, but... Uh, enough of the uh, context. The plot is basically that, the same as Shinkenji's. It's demons, they're trying to make a river flood and come over into the human world. It's that. They literally kept the name of the river the same as well. It's like, okay, here's the Sanzu River. In a better show, I'd say, oh, that's a nice little, little uh, reference they got going on. In this one, it just seems lazy because everything is lazy. The most original thing they had was uh, Bulk come back and Skull's um, son joined him. I mean, I don't mind that, but please just bring them back in a better show. It's incredibly depressing how that's the only thing we can say about Power Rangers Samurai. Yeah, it really is. This should have been great, but it... It wasn't. Then we had Super Samurai, which was also about the same. Yeah. I mean, there's, is there really any need to... Um, I think the differentiation just is just for uh, branding purposes. I don't think we, as a, an audience, have to make this distinction. Otherwise, you know, aside from the gimmicks introduced in Super. It's basically just a second season. It's not its own show. And then there were the strange director-DVD films they did for it. Let's, uh, let's not talk about those, shall we? Let's blank them out with screaming and talk about the intros. Firstly, the Shinkenja intro... It, well, I'm going to say the same thing. Typical Sentai fare with anime influences. I mean... <laughs> I enjoyed the Shinkenja theme so much, I played it on the radio. Twice. Now, we, we've said typical Sentai fare for... I think at this point you could play a, uh, a drinking game with how many times we say a standard Sentai fare. I do I do like the, uh, the Shinkenja theme as well. You can definitely hear some uh, traditional... Uh, Japanese influences in it. Yeah, especially if you hear it, the, uh, the instrumental version, you can hear the shamisens in the background a lot more clear. And then going on to Samurai, it's a version of Go Go Power Rangers that's absolute pants. I hate it so much. I'm so glad that Ron Wasserman wasn't involved in it. I guess it makes sense because this is, um, yeah, Saban had just gotten the, uh, the rights back to it. So yeah, we're back. Baby, let's have the same theme again. Pretty much, yeah. They ran, they ran out of ideas as soon as they got it back. Well, we've already done hip-hop. We've got no more ideas. Let's just go back to the beginning. Good thing they didn't discover dubstep. Oh, you say that, but there was a, uh, a dubstep remix, Robert, that had a music video of the Samurai Rangers just doing flips to it. Well, that's terrifying. Why did you have to tempt fate so? So, in comparing the two, Ranger, which one is your favourite, Shinkenja or Power Rangers Samurai slash Super Samurai? Well, having a, a favourite implies that they both stand an equal chance of, uh, of succeeding. They don't. Shinkenja just is good, Samurai is bad. Shinkenja wins by default in my books. It's good. It's a good song. It's fun. And, the, yeah, it's filmed much better as well. It's got, like, it looks like anime like a Geki Ranger does. It's, and I'm a huge weep for that kind of thing. I have to agree with you. Shinkenja was just good, it had good characters, decent plots, 
Power Rangers Samurai, not so much. And actually, in retrospect, I, we did say everything was white people, but it does have a black person and an Asian woman. Ooh. But then again, yeah. it's Power Rangers. As, as soon as you act in that show, you immediately become a white person. You are the whitest person ever. A guy played the Gold Ranger in that. I think he was um, Filipino or something like that. He's white now. He's Saban's white no, person. No, 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 but he's an Asian actor, but he plays um, he plays a Mexican guy. He plays someone... He plays... A, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Why? I don't... I don't get why. You don't even have to make him Japanese or anything. Like that. You can keep the character Filipino, but why would you make him? Why would you make him Mexican? He already has an ethnicity. You don't have to swap it for anything. America doesn't care what they do with brown people. It's like how they cast Khan Noonien Singh in Star Trek. Oh, you're brown. Yeah, you're basically Indian. You're good. And so we've now stopped having fun with Shinkenja, and we go to Bland Sentai Bland. I, I mean Tenso Sentai Gosager. They're angels. And they're cut off from Angel Place, so now they have to fight. Um, that's pretty much all I remember. Um, I like the suits, I oh, guess. the helmets were really nice. It had sort of a Denzi Man Sun Vulcan-y vibe. That's funny you say that. I've always thought they had more... It was more like an inverted um, Dairanger, for me, at least. Because ah. they've got the same kind of tunic thing that Dairanger had going on, but with Dairanger, that was white. With these ones, it's a primary colour. They also hike their trousers up really high. Yeah, they've got Simon Cowell trousers. <laughs> 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 It's a bit generic in terms of the angel theme because I was expecting some Judeo-Christian stuff. Yeah, Hideaki Anno didn't direct this, man. You're, you're looking oh, in the wrong place. Man, imagine Anno doing Ghost Sager. I did, and it was a nightmare. I want it. But since we aren't massive fans and we, again, weren't that fond of it, it was an interesting gimmick they had with cards and that yeah. stuff. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm never too fond of cards unless there's a huge... You know, unless there's a good reason. Like it's, I mean, Obviously, the reason is to sell merchandise... But there's never really a good reason in the show as to why it's cardboard. Overall, a fairly unimpressive series, but talking about unimpressive, boy, uh, we go over to Power Rangers Megaforce. Stop it, Rex. Stop it. You're hurting me. I don't like it, Rex. Stop it. Oh, come no, on. Stop. We've got an anniversary series with no. us. No. <laughs> oh. So yeah, it's uh, Power Rangers Meh. Gah. Force. Or as I like to call it, Power Rangers Meh. <laughs> Mephos. I'd say it's worse than Samurai because of just how disappointing it is. This is this was the anniversary. This is you know everything that kind of coalesced into this. You know Saban had it back. This had everything going for it. They cut the teeth on Samurai again. Right, this is it. Make it good. Oh, what's that? It's bland. Characters are unlikable. Oh. <laughs> All right. No, it's okay. It's okay, Saban. It doesn't hurt that much. They essentially remade Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, just not as good. It lacked the appeal. It lacked the campy nature that made it likeable it yeah basically alien invasion rangers do the thing hell um gosei is even um, zordon's uh, pupil in that why does zordon have a thing for people in tubes like um like his replacement in turbo i can never remember her name um she was from a planet called Incris. why but um she was in the tube as well wouldn't it make more sense to have someone who could actually help you know what i wish they did you know um you know robo knight yep why didn't they make him the uh, the mentor? That would be cool. Go would... say get in the tube, or Zordon will have to do it again. <laughs> but it's oh, it's just bland. Uh, they they do like you said. They try to remake Mighty Morphin, and it fails because we've seen Mighty Morphin before, and it's just doesn't have the same amount of heart because it it's just a cash in. You can tell it's not as genuine. Even though we're comparing bland with bland, it all comes down to the intro themes. Ghost Sages is nice. It's good. It's catchy. Like it. It's the only good thing about Gosager. 
Yeah, it's nice. It's 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 comfy. It's kind of nice and gentle. Like, yeah, angels. Yeah. Yeah, nothing kind of fist pumping about it. It's just kind of, yeah, I'm down with this. It's got a catchy chorus theme and <clears throat> standard Sentai fare. Take a drink, lads. But all in all, it's cheerful. It's enjoyable. You like it. Whereas yeah. for Megaforce, it's Go Go Power Rangers with slightly reworded lyrics. Ooh, it's a little heavier this time, lads. They really went all out. It's the opening tabs of desperation. Yeah, you can definitely hear the desperation in the uh, in the music there. Quick, milk nostalgia. Milk it, milk it. Everyone's just about white by default in the show anyway, so... Yeah, bland, bland, bland. I think we should just compare them by intro theme alone, because both are terrible series. I wouldn't say Ghost Surgery is terrible, it's just not great, especially coming off the heels of Shinkenja. Uh, Megaforce is genuinely bad, so I would say, in my humble opinion, Ghost Surgery wins. It actually has good qualities to it. It's... It's not my cup of tea, neither does it seem to be yours, but at least, you know, talent and effort went into it. Did you just assume what's my cup of tea? Actually, yes, I, I did prefer Gosager. Oh, it just, it hurts to think of Megaforce. It was a bad series. I wouldn't mind if it was bad. I mind that it's so disappointing because of when it came out. Yar ha fiddle dee, being a pirate is alright with me. Do what you want, cause a pirate is free. It is Gokaija. This is the last time I let you segue into a Sentai. Hey, shut up, you loved it. Yes, it's Pirate Sentai Gokaija, or Kaizok Sentai Gokaija, if you're feeling particularly weebish. I... I love it. I love it so much. I just love it. It's good, it's fun, the characters are great. It basically, Alien Invasion gets uh, blown out by uh, the previous uh, teams, and then they come back again. Whoops. Guess he didn't beat them hard enough. After that, because they're left powerless, Akared comes back from Bokenja and starts picking up the uh, the keys scattered across the galaxy. This is all pre-series. And um, Captain Marvelous. Best name. Captain Marvelous. We all need to pause just to appreciate the name. Captain Marvelous uh, gathers his own little merry band of rogues and they travel to Earth to find Earth's greatest treasure. Along the way, they also beat aliens, I guess. It's not important, we need to get the Triforce. Interestingly enough, because Gokaija has become the anniversary series, and as such, it gets mentioned in quite a lot of crossovers in later Sentai. Hmm. And so I think it's going to keep going on for ages. The actors are going to keep getting paid, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, um, a lot of Toku actors seem to kind of fall into obscurity afterwards. Uh, I don't. I hope that's not going to be the case with these guys. They're, all going to be, they're always going to be called back for, uh, you know, uh, superhero wars movies and stuff like that. Bonus points because the mech comes from a giant pirate ship with two scimitars at the front of the thing. It wears a uh, tricorn that was the uh, a conning tower on Blue's submarine mech. But on the subject of mechs, some of them make sense. You know, Blue has a submarine. I guess that makes sense. You know, I guess pirates would have a submarine if they could. Why do they have a racing car though? Just ignore the pants ones and gaze at the glory of Silver's modded V-Rex. Oh man. The, my only complaint with that is that it doesn't look like the original, but aside from that, it's just great to see it back. Like, um, it just comes back from the future whenever they need it. It's it's wonderful. So we'll now move away from the shores of good taste and approach the sequel to Power Rangers Megaforce, Super Megaforce. There ain't nothing super about this, I can tell you that. We need powered up forms for the main? Let's try pirates. Do they even explain that? Uh, no, I think... No, they don't. They do. Gosei does have this little thing where um, the Black Ranger says, Oi, Mush, why, why am I green now? He says, Everything will be explained. And then they attack. No time to explain, Rangers. Go off and do the thing. That's basically it in a nutshell. <sighs> they used a lot of the Gokaija footage. They did have a lot of cameos as well. And that yeah. was sweet. But 
it wasn't a good show. You can't polish a turd, no matter how many cameos, no matter how much Jason David Frank appears in the finale. Yeah. Not even he can save this. So it's more aliens attacking, they have to use legacy powers from other series, which is fine, but then they use suits from Sentai. As in, they've got Jacker, you see them using Die Ranger suits. (sighs) And they just add such bizarre names onto them. When they use the Change Man suits, they call them the Blitz Rangers, which is kind of odd. Was there a need to have these suits? I mean, I don't think they made toys out of them. Why did they include them? Could they just... They didn't have enough footage and they just had to stick them in. They did have Tommy Oliver as the White Ranger and the Die Ranger ones, which is nice. Yeah. It did fit in and it was cool. But I don't think they really explained the previous teams. You know what? I wish they had taken this opportunity to make more additions to lore. You can tell uh, you can tell Amit Barmik and I are cut from the same cloth. They could have said, you know, because we had the Aquitar Ranger, they could have said, um, oh, these are Rangers from uh, previous eras or from previous planets. Ooh, these were Rangers before you. And, you know, you can borrow their powers. Nah, no, they're just like, uh, here, here are your new powers. Do it. It's new powers. They're new Rangers. Use the new powers. Their powers. They're new. New! Orange ah! is new. We move on to the intro themes. Go Kaija. Standard Sentai Fair. I kid. It's actually quite a catchy thing. Oh yeah. Definitely one of my favourite um, Sentai openings. It just gets you pumped up for pirate action. Yar. You can tell they put effort into the Sentai themes. It's all machine produced, but there is some soul to it. I especially love superhero Getter. Oh, I think yeah. add a verse to that every year. Yeah. It, it is nice just kind of going through with the... Um, each little uh, team of rangers and they uh, kind of say something about it, like uh, yeah, Jetman being trendy or G-Ranger being a fantasy. It's, it's, it's fun, it's nice, it's cute. Not much we can say about Super Megaforce, though, because it's pretty much the previous <laughs> one they did for Megaforce. <laughs> the intro was just that playing with Gokaija footage. Yeah, it's... It's just naff. It, it really doesn't... I can, like I said, I can get it for Samurai because, hey, you know, they just got it back. Yeah. I could have got it for this as well because it's the anniversary thing, but not for both. You know, pick one or the other, one or the other. And it just, you know, it just kind of plays into my overall disappointment with Megaforce and Super Megaforce. It's just low energy, low effort. It, it's just not fun. This may sound a bit obvious then, but which of Gokaida and Super Megaforce do you prefer? Oh, definitely Super Megaforce. Fair enough. <laughs> no, it's um, no, it's definitely Gokaija. It It's fun. It's well made it's engaging the characters are fun it got tons of personality to them and no one in Super Megaforce has the surname Marvelous right I don't think we ever find out what his uh, first name is or is it just was he born Captain oh yeah that's his legal first name he is Captain Marvelous sweetie what are we going to call our child let's call him Captain thank you Mrs. Marvelous (laughs) actually there is one guy in the US who changed his name to Captain Awesome Oh yeah, I'm done with that. Yeah, if you can change your name to Captain, that would be amazing. We now actually have to skip a Sentai, because after Gokaija there was Gobusters, which itself drew many influences from Power Rangers, but it was never made into a series. And so we're going to skip that, and go straight to something that was later adapted. It's Juden Sentai Kyoyuja. So what you're saying is that it's not morphing time? Not anymore, I'm afraid. Oh... Kyuja is essentially samba dancing dinosaur rangers fighting Lovecraftian spawn. It is basically Babby's first Lovecraft. A fairly exciting series, generic themes for the characters, and I find that the Red Ranger in this, Daigo, spawned a trend that echoes through current Sentai in the fact you've got not just a dopey Red, but one who is 
high on life and is constantly happy all the time. Red is the most important person in the universe. No one else cares about anyone else, it's just Red. Me, look at me, I'm doing this, I'm doing Red things. He steals the show all the time. I mean, I guess it's not... You know, I guess it's not uncommon for the Red Ranger to be prominent, because, you know, being the leader and the main character. But Daigo took it to an extreme. Hardly anyone else got any uh, development outside of their own little character arc um, episodes. And they were good characters, too. I, I love the um, all the different um, side characters more than Daigo. Hell, I mean, um, Kyoyu Saiyan uh, Ramirez is one of my favourite rangers overall. They tried to cram a lot of rangers into the show, going fairly high. Let's count them. You got yourself a red, a blue, a black, a pink, a green, a gold, a grey, a cyan, a violet, a silver. Yeah, silver. And you've got a navy who is a baddie. But then we also have uh, another grey and another silver. Oh, yeah. Another cyan as well. So uh, I think we're over ten on that, aren't we? Yeah, it's overkill. Yeah, I mean, a lot of rangers. They really had to pull their finger out to beat it in Q-Ranger. There was no uh, Yellow Ranger this time around, surprisingly, considering on the uh, all the previous dinosaur um, Sentais had a Yellow Ranger. Turns out, I think it was one of the producers on this thought that um, Yellow was uh, seen as being too feminine now, and so didn't want to have another girl on the team, so they wouldn't let him have a, uh, a Yellow Ranger, Whoa, I guess. Progress, and so they, co- they compensated by having Pink be incredibly feminine all the time. I can't say I understand his logic, but okay... As a series, it had some flaws, but it was fun the whole way around. It's one of the first series I was introduced to, hmm. and dear God, it was good. It's just really upbeat. Like, yeah, it has its flaws, but my God, it's fun. Moving on to things that are still kind of fun, we've got Power Rangers Dino Charge, which, despite how little we cared for Megaforce and Super Megaforce, it's not that bad, actually. Yep, miraculously they managed to turn this ship around and make something enjoyable. Especially when using a lot of the suits from Kyoyuja. So essentially, in the plot for Dino Charge, alien bounty hunter with a great big ship full of monsters and for some reason towing asteroids to sell, chasing essentially Yoda, ends up wiping out the dinosaurs when his ship is attacked, and just comes back to do things. What's jarring for me is that it's got Kyoyuja characters interacting in a spaceship instead of the organic environment that they're used to because, hey, it's Cthulhu's corpse. No, they're in a cold spaceship and it just seems so jarring, but they used a lot of original footage. The aesthetics really don't gel well. you got um, you got Poisandra using Candelera's suit. Um, you got um, no idea what uh, Locuro's um, Power Rangers version was. you got them and you got this cold, hard, industrial setting. Sledge works great in it because he's got those uh, metal bits on him. Oh yeah, he was made for it. But Poisandra, no. An interesting fact for the series is that most of the fight scenes were f- taken from the Sentai and you can tell by looking at the signs, looking at everything <laughs> in the background and there's just a massive gap. It's like, hey, suddenly they're in Japan. Yes, the little-known um, power of the Dino Charge Rangers was that they had the power to teleport themselves from New Zealand, <clears throat> sorry, uh, America, to Japan. They don't make as much use of it as you'd think they would. It's an okay series for what it is, although taking into account Dino Supercharge, which essentially means they ran out of all the plot-related stuff from Kyoyuja, and so they had to make their own terrible thing, and I think at the end of Supercharge they did something that uh, overwrote the entire plot. It was yeah, horrible. They, they went back in time and didn't wipe out the dinosaurs or something like that. I've not finished Supercharge yet. Didn't they, um, didn't they bring back, oh, you know that um, big old crossover movie that Kyoyuja had? You know, the, you know the bad guy from, um, from Arbor Ranger, the, oh, the, yeah, the Enchanted they, Armor? Yeah. 
they brought, they brought back his uh, Neo version from that movie and had him be a villain in... Um, oh, it was called... Uh, he's called Heckle or Jekyll or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, because it's meant to be kind of Jekyll and Hyde thing. It, weird that they chose to do that. It's not a bad suit, just weird they chose to do that. I'm surprised they didn't do that with the Neo Graforza suit that they did in the movies. Yeah, that would have been a neat little, uh, little reference. I mean, hell, we don't even know what uh, um, Goldar was doing uh, post-Mighty Morphin. Maybe he joined up with Sledge or something like that. Maybe he's working the streets of Bangkok selling his flesh. In comparing the two themes, Dear Lordy, I Love Me, the Kyoyuji one, it's so upbeat and lovely, and I'm not going to say it, but, oh, it's good, it's cheerful. It really puts you in the mood for some light-hearted Red Ranger whoring the scene. Dinosaurs plus humans makes Messagog. They shouldn't be happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, what have we done? If you translate the lyrics right, it's just them apologising for playing God. <laughs> but no, it's good. It's a good theme. It's got sort of a semi-samba thing. It's got a, quite a decent use of brass band as well. Oh yeah, it's always good to see in a, uh, a Sentai theme. Harkens back to early Sentai. Hmm. And it's we just say, fun. Would you say that would be a standard fare for a Sentai theme? You mean standard Sentai fare. Drink! <laughs> hey! You down it. <laughs> well, it's it's good. You can tell they're mm. experimenting. It's like what they did with Kamen Rider in the Neo Heisei. How they change genre each time yeah. instead of sticking with a standard standard, standard what standard rider fare. Bonus there point. No, uh, I absolutely agree. It's fun as hell, and I love it. I, I, it just gets stuck in my head all the time. And moving on to Dino Charge. It's the same Go-Go Power Rangers, but they add a verse in, and it's actually quite good. They've changed the vocalists, and it's decent. Well, yeah, that, and we don't have to put it with the um, some idiot shouting out the names. Troy, Gia, we don't, we don't care, we can read. You know, we're man-children, we can read, we're not the kids watching it. <laughs> but I do like the fact that he made a, you know, a, a new song for this. They do have this whole Go-Go Power Rangers thing in it, that's more like a, like a little... Influenced like a little motif in it. They had a little extra budget to hire a dude on Fiverr to sing the song again. <laughs> they could afford an actual uh, songwriter this time. <laughs> you should have gotten Tyrone to do it. So, which of the two do you prefer, Kyoyuja or Dino Charge? Whew, now, this is actually close to me. I do like them both. I'm get Oh, they both have pros and cons. What, what I'm trying to measure from my mind now is whether my love for, um, for Torian outweighs my love of more balanced uh, character um, character dynamics. Mm. Uh, it is a problem because yeah. Dino Charge wasn't a massive red fest, which was good. Hmm. I'm going to go for Kyoyuja. I just love me some Torin. I'm going to have to go Kyoyuja as well because, hey, you've got a blue who spouts puns and he's like in his 30s. Moving away from the fun things, we're going over to Shuriken Sentai Ninja. For those who need it in a nutshell, it's trying too hard at the Sentai. It is an incredibly derivative show, but talking about the plot, essentially ancient evil has been banished so long ago by badass ninja grandpa, and now his many spawn are trying to contend to be the... was it the last ninja? That's the best ninja. The best ninja. And they just follow their adventures in fighting boring enemies. Crap, if it was the last ninja, the granddad would be hosting some kind of battle royale, but... Wait, that would be a better show than what we got. Imagine Ninja Battle Royale. In a joke, I can write a better show than Toei can. Where's my money? When we watched Ninja together, because we do that because we're obviously the best podcasting gay couple. Total bromance going on here. This can never be shaken. 
we were watching it and then instantly saying, oh wait, that part reminds me of Shinkenja! That part's a little bit like Magiranger! And oddly enough, I burst out laughing when you told me about the blue, because he spent so long studying in England, and he was studying magic, because that's what you do in England. That's our primary export at this point, thank you, Brexit. Yeah, <laughs> we just got magic. Just Cadbury's chocolate and magic. That's all we have now. <laughs> but funnily enough, his magic tutor was Magiello. Yes, that's a nice bit of deep lore. So does that mean that Magiello got a teaching position at Hogwarts? Worse, it means that Ninja is a sequel. Oh no. Wait, actually, if Magiello did get a position at Hogwarts, would that mean he'd be like a Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher? Now, students... When a giant monster attacks you, what you want to do is transform into weird metal creatures and fuse with your siblings. I just want to see Magiello versus Beatbuster. Why do you want that? I don't want them to fight. It's I want the act of fighting himself. They were definitely trying too hard in Ninja. The red was far too in your face. Uh, the rest were just constant stereotypes. The only characters we cared about were Ninja Grandpa and Ninja Dad. That's uh, all we care about. The Gold Ranger's pretty good as well. I mean, oh, yeah. Burger phone. Oh, yeah, he transformed using a hamburger. Guitar, sword. He's America in a nutshell. <laughs> it's just great. My only complaint is I wish they got a white guy to play him just to hammer in how American he is. Ah, uh, true, but they spent all their budget on a white guy in Kyoyuja. They still haven't made that money back. Wait, they could have used Richard Brown. Don't make me want things that I can never have. Ah, uh, one day we'll get a Richard Brown v Cinema series. Richard Gold. <laughs> oh, yes. I'd waste my one Dragon Ball wish on that. But, yeah, you can tell how we're making tangents. We ain't that keen on Ninja. I mean, there are some aspects I like. I mean, I like ninjas, but other than that, it doesn't really give me anything else I want. Moving on to Power Rangers Ninja Steel, it's a bit of a pleasant change because it takes quite a bit from... Zuoja because it's got an alien entity instead, and it's having a game show. That is, it's yeah. Professor Genki's <laughs> murder time, fun time. And so contestants are trying to control this power, which gives them invincibility and stuff, but it's defended by a team of ninjas. With attitude. Because, hey, everyone loves ninjas again. Oh, I don't think America ever stopped loving ninjas. It's just that Hulk Hogan stopped appearing in ninja movies. A friend of mine summed up Ninja Steel, or Ninja Spiel, fairly well by saying that it follows in the footsteps of Ninja by being absolutely terrible. See, I've not watched that much of it yet. I, I like what I've seen so far, but, you know, there's always time to be disappointed. Though we may bash Ninja, the intro theme is definitely great. They use the traditional instruments. Yeah. It's really upbeat. That's a common recurring thing you get with the, uh, the more Japanese-y uh, ja uh, Sentai shows where they have like little shamisens or something like yeah. that in the background. They embrace their culture and are just like, hey, remember this? We're making it cool. Hey, remember shamisens? We had those a while ago. Want to hear them again? We tried to bring it back with Anchor, but uh, apparently people started liking rock and so our culture stagnated. Thank you, Whitey. Now we've got anime. <laughs> Thank you, Whitey. <laughs> Actually, yes, because a lot of the anime manga designs were based on Disney. Yeah, weird. Kind of like a weird full circle thing we've got going on with weeaboos now. So is the white man to blame for Moe culture? Uh, well, based on what I've seen on the internet, I think the white man is to blame for everything. That's what I gather. Ah, true. Damn you, crackers. Shall we uh, self-flagellate now or after we finish recording? Oh, I've been doing it during. Haven't you noticed the blood spraying across the walls? I absolutely agree. Um, Ninja's theme was good. Unfortunately, it's the best thing about Ninja. It's bad that we have to base our opinion on a series from the theme. It seemed so exciting. We didn't want to go into the show hating it. Yeah, it's all fast-paced, like, yeah, ninjas, 
yeah, let's do some ninjuring with some very brightly coloured garish ninjas. Now, what wasn't their roll call like uh, the ninjas who don't bother hiding or something like that? Oh yeah, because they're very in your face. In fact, the producers were like, "We want to make a show about ninjas, but we don't want them to act like ninjas." Then, uh, sort of spitting in the face of the ninja culture there. Then why on earth would they make a series about ninjas? We ran out of ideas. Actually, is the plural of ninjas ninja or ninjas? I think it's ninja, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's technically ninja. Yeah. But the West says ninjas because we butcher every language we come across. Don't you mean improve it? Yes, fine. Here, <laughs> have some hamburgers. Crossing the Pacific or... Wait, hang on. Power is filmed in New Zealand. What body of water separates New Zealand from... Uh... I think it's still the Pacific. They just head south. Uh, like south-east. Yeah, that sounds about right to me. Yeah, so heading over to New Zealand. Um, yeah, it's... Uh... It's okay, I guess. Standard fare, really. It's just the Power Rangers theme with a ninja e touch. Take a drink, lads. He said standard I fare. Didn't, I didn't say standard Sentai fare. Uh-oh. No, but se- uh, fine. Take a sip. Take a shot. <laughs> Stare at your drink. <laughs> just, Yearn uh, for it. Let it absorb, you know, via homeopathy. You can tell they're trying with the theme again, but they've run out of ideas. In fact, wasn't it one of the producers who said that they want shows to be popular? And the factors they thought the shows uh. would be popular with is having the... Rangers be high school students and keeping the Go Go Power Rangers theme. Yeah, that's uh, that's all. That's the only reason we like it. That's uh, no, I don't like yeah. it for the uh, choreography. I don't like it for any of that. I just like watching high schoolers prance around to Go Go Power Rangers. That's it. Yeah, apparently that's that's the key that works. That's the winning formula. I would have thought that middle-aged producers would be so out of touch with youth. So comparing the two, which do you prefer? Ninja Steel. Not really any competition here in my mind. Whereas I'd say I prefer Ninja solely because of the grandpa character. You've got this old man who just dicks around with everybody and often does things just to annoy them. He's the Chuck Norris of Sentai. He apparently communicated with aliens and built giant robots on his own. You say that, but you're not talking about Big One. Oh yeah. Everybody wants to be like Big One. See, what they should have done is had footage of Ninja Grandpa fist-bumping Big One. Yeah, that'd be sold so on Ninja. ways Ninja could be improved. But again, it wins for me for Ninja Grandpa. Wasn't Jiraiya in an episode? Oh, probably. Yeah, I, still haven't, I, I can't... I can't go through Ninja in one go. I have to kind of space it out. I haven't gone to that bit yet. Because I know they had um, the two pr- uh, previous n- uh, Red Ninja Rangers... And Jiraiya, I think he was either in an episode or a movie, and I've heard that the only thing he does is just prove how much better he is than the ninjas. Oh, wow. And so it brings it to a conclusion for now, as uh, Super Ninja Steel will eventually be out, though we might skip that. We're going to give it a few more years for <laughs> Sentai and Power Rangers to build up. We've gone over Zhuoja previously, and it seems that they're likely going to skip it in favour of Q-Ranger, owing to a lot of American involvement with the show. Thanks, Whitey. Wondering how much they're going to change? Probably not much, considering the money they pumped into it. Given the amount of involvement Bandai of America has had in Q-Range, I, I doubt they'll change too much. It, it'll probably just be uh, kind of just a straight translation, just with you know, white people and one black guy. I'm not really that worried about it because it's such a fun series. Hmm. I know it felt kind of cheap with Shinkenja, but with Q-Ranger, they have an excuse. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. That seems pretty fair to me. And so you'll have to give it a few more years for this sort of series in podcasting to continue. Please make sure to check out tokutoystore.com for all your toku toy needs. Hee <laughs> hee. And you can check us, Spandex Power Armor, 
out on Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, Twitter, and you can leave any comments or hate mail there, or just send us a picture of your cat. This is Rex, signing off. Stay fabulous. Keep on riding, folks. <laughs>